Hello there, and you're very welcome to another episode of the Arkham Avengers Fantasy Football Premier League podcast. You join me, the host, along with Eamon and Hector, we take a look to see how the managers in this league are getting on in their quest to be crowned the champion for 2021-22. Hello listeners, and you're very welcome to today's show. As always, I'm joined by Eamon and Hector and Captain Mick. As very nice to have you on the show. Yes, that, thank you. Always nice to be here, as usual. Uh, very nice to be here. I'm, I'm enjoying being back on the show, thanks for having me. Very well. Okay, look, at the moment, our football game week hasn't finished. And rather than spinning it over two weeks, we've decided to do something entirely different. As you know, we invite listeners to contact us with comments, views, anything that they want. And indeed, we've had a look in the Arkham Avengers mailbag to have a look at what some of our listeners have sent in. Okay, what is this, like a... Questions and answer session, is it? You could say that, Eamon. Right, I hope he's not going to ask any dodgy questions because I didn't prepare for anything like this. You you, you mean dodgy? What do you mean dodgy questions? Uh, I don't know, you could ask something. Uh, You could ask anything, I don't know. What sort of questions are you asking? Don't worry, I've had a look here and I've just selected some of the uh, questions that have come in. We'll be grand, lads, we'll be grand. Ah, that's reassuring. Uh, this sounds a bit like, you know, the band on the Titanic as it's going down and you're saying it's reassuring. Ah, lads, it's a bit of fun. Take it easy. Our listeners are going to enjoy this. To start us off, we have an email from Brian or in Ontario for Hector. And Brian asks, what is the last book Hector read? And what book are you going to read next? Uh, well, you know, I, I have finished the book. Very good book. The last book I read is called uh, I Was a Boy Belson. And it's from uh, Tommy Rachental. I probably know pronounces his name right now. Okay, well, what's the book about? Uh, it's about a boy, a Jewish boy. And he lived in Slovakia in the Second World War. And he and his family, they got sent to the Bergen Bilsen concentration camp. In the book, the story he says how he survived along with some of his family. And, you know, what happened to him after the war? The experiences, the, the things that he saw when he was a child. And he, you know, he returns home. And then, you know, there is a lot of change. And he, they have to move. They go to Israel. And after that, then he go back to Germany. He, he do some engineering. He end up, he go to, to you know, England for a while. Then he went up in Ireland. You know, he live in Ireland at the moment. Okay, okay. And he go around. And he talks about the Holocaust in schools. It's very interesting, you know. And, you know, yeah, it's very, you know, very good. I like the book. Okay. And do you have another book lined up? I, I, yeah, I do. I, it's a book I came across. It's called Returning Light. Okay. Have you anything else to add on that? This book is about a man. He have a job as a warden on Skellig Michael. Skellig Michael, yes, yes. The one of the islands, the island of the coast of Kerry. And uh, he worked there for 30 years. And I look forward to reading this book. There's some very, very good photographs in it. It's not a big book, but it's a nice book. So it is interesting. I think it'll be very good. Man on an island. Wow, very good. Okay, sure, that's, that's grand. Okay, so that's that's Hector's books there. Hey, man, we've got an email for you. Um, this comes from Andre in Bavaria, of all places. And Andre asks, if you couldn't have Sal in your team, who would be the next player you would choose for your fantasy football team, Eamon? Well, that's an interesting question. And uh, look, for me, at the moment, I think I'd be looking for uh, Saka. He's, he seems to be back on form. He's currently valued at about 6.5 million. He's reasonable. And he said three goals in the last six matches. 
you're getting a return out of this guy. I'd also be considering Wilfred Zaha. He's also showing form. I mean, he's about 6.8 million, but he's worth a punt. Sadio Mane, a Liverpool player, is another interesting player. Okay, you're going to have to spend a little bit more money. He's 11.7 million, but you know, this guy has scored four goals in the last four matches. Hmm. Okay. Very good. Uh, okay, Hector, another question for you. This is from Farah in Corpus Christi, Texas. This is a food question. Okay. What's your favorite food from South America? Ah, okay, yeah. Oh, nice question, Farah. I like this one. This has to be, uh, you know, empanadas. Delicious. I'm sorry. What are they now? They like, what you say? They're like uh, cochants. I'm sorry, what? Yeah, cochants. Sounds like he's saying something about his aunt. Saying your aunt's a quack, is it? Or what like that? No, 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 no. No, that's in the walk, walk on. I'm at a loss. I'm really not sure what he's trying to say. I think perhaps maybe we should have some diagrams. Could you draw this for us, Hector? No. Listen, uh, I see them in shops. You go buy four of them in packs. Sometimes they come with chocolate. Why are you all looking at me like this? Because I'm at a complete loss, Hector. Okay, let me think. People, they eat them for breakfast, no? You find them in the hotels. For breakfast, people butter them, they put jam on them, they, you know, they're very brittly, they're lots of stuff. Ah, hold on a second, ah, Hector, you're talking about a croissant. Yes, that's it, that's what I say, a croissant. These empanadas, they like the croissant pies. You make them with dough, you put lots of fillings inside them, you savor them like the beef, the onions, the, the potatoes, the rice, eggs. You know, all that sort of stuff, they're very nice. For my money, and I am not, you know, biased or anything like this, but the Argentinians, empanadas, they're the best in the world. Two bites, they're gone. Mm, yum, yum. Well, there you go now, lads. We've learned something new. Empanadas. I don't know. Certainly sounds better than the croissant. Next question. Mick, this is for you. This question is from Dubai. Ahlam in Dubai. And Ahlam is asking... Will Mick go back into managing football soon? And if so, would it be in England or would he go to another country? I'm like, that, that, thanks for the question at home. Well, I put it like this. If someone came knocking on my door, I said, Mick, we need you to help us out. I'd, I'd certainly take a look at the lads and the setup that they've got. Myself and Terry, we, we worked a few wonders down through the years and I like to think, you know, Fire's still burning inside me, and I, I wouldn't really worry where the club was based. If it's good for me, then I'm on. Can I just uh, say, on reflection, do you think that your appointment to the Cypriot side upon Nicosia will judged on your behalf? And considering after, you, you you know, you lasted barely two months in charge of the club. Well, I don't think it was all judged, Eamon. I think... Uh, Whenever you're in a position to manage, you know, to coach, it's leaning on the experience that you have. You're also going to learn from the, the players that are there, the club, the fans, and build on whatever you have. I've said this before, it was a different culture and a different way that club, for me, to operate, to manage. And I actually thought we were doing well until we got hit with the COVID-19. We did, we did lost four matches, but I had to bring in kids. So, you know, really long lads, keep it all keen, ambitious, but look, it wasn't enough. And time runs out for you. And, you know, expectations, people have them to achieve them. If you're not achieving them, then look, they make a decision. That's up to them at the end of the day. It's their club. And, uh, oh, look, I got, I got the call from... Cardiff after we were leaving, you know. So as my auntie always says, every door that closes, another one has opened up for you. Thanks for that there, Mick. Eamon, we have a question for you here now. Okay, yes. Uh, Siobhan over in Manchester asks, Why is Eamon so against Arkham Avengers? She's wondering, is there some history between yourself and Arkham Avengers? Uh, 
I can certainly say without a shadow of a doubt there is no history between Arkham Avengers and myself. We've never met for a start. I don't know who the manager is. Now, if Siobhan is a regular listener, she should realise I'm not against the spoofer. I'm merely pointing out the deficiency this manager has and what he portrays from week to week. And listeners, if you're not aware of this, you have to realise this is the 14th season that the spoofer has been in the fantasy football. And what have they to show for it? This is what I ask you. What have they had achieved? Okay, well, Eamon, hold on. They came third last season, so let's not beat around the bush. Because last year's season was really competitive. And to take third, they have to have done something well. And look, you come third, what do you do next? I don't know, Eamon, what do you do next? You build on the success. Third place should lead to second place this season. But we're not seeing this. No, all we've seen this season is a spoofer to away points on transfers, which... In the main, have backfired. I don't know about that, Eamon. You know, I, I think, no, no, I think you were off the track there now. What's there not to know about this, Hector? The spoofer most weeks has you know, some audacious move where they're trying to accelerate their ascendance in the table and nine times out of ten, it fails. Hold on, Eamon, Eamon. What is it, Mick? What is it? What have you got to say about this? If I, if I could interject for a moment, and I think in my humble opinion, because you refer to him as the spoofer, you're, you're, you're personalizing this more. Like all listeners, they don't hear you say, oh, Arkham Avengers, they had X amount of transfers and they didn't work and they didn't do this and they played their own cast. The listeners are hearing you saying, oh, the spoofer done this and the spoofer tried that. And, you know, it, it, it's spoofer constantly. And I think that's that, that's the main issue here at the moment. Uh, no, I have to. No, it's not. It's certainly not personalized. And I mean, come on. If you recall in Game Week 26, the spoofer got the highest points of all of the managers. And I said, and you can listen back to the podcast if you like. I said, the transfers, along with the triple captain, was the best move that the spoofer made all season. And that's not me being against the spoofer. Yes, but Eamon, hold on. In fairness, you do weigh in more heavily on the spoofer than some of the other managers. And we have to be honest about that. I reject that. I contest that. I had a go at Sari KDB in recent weeks. I said to you, the shine was gone on that guy. I pulled up the Tobogger 6 on their inability to catch their KDB, their lack of vision, their lack of action. Uh, in fact, I'm like a broken record on the subject on that there. And don't even start me on What a Beauty 99. It's criminal. They're at the foot of the table when they're more experienced than, than, than some of the other managers. Okay, okay. We take that on board. Yeah, look, do take it on board. I hope you're taking this on board. And can I also say, you know, can we win again? From the start of this season, I raised doubts about their ability to retain their cuff. I questioned then, you know, this name for a start, I questioned this. I didn't know where this came out of. And and I said, this is sowing the seeds of doubt in this team and in this manager from the from the start. The season so far speaks for themselves. They're stuck in tent, moving no place. So I tell you, and everyone else, you know, what what the real issues are here? Oh, what are the real issues here? I am very, I am hanging on every word you're saying here. I'm glad you are, Hector. I'm glad you are. Let me explain this. These managers, these experienced managers, my view, they've been caught blindsided by the new managers. They've been unable to cope and unable to adapt to these newbies. They came back into this season this year thinking they'd have it all their own way and suddenly they realised they had competition and they've struggled to deal with this. They've struggled to comprehend what they were up against and they've struggled to adapt. And two of the female managers battled with these so-called sunshine boys and these lads haven't been able to cope. So I'm not against this proofer. And Siobhan, I hope you stay tuned for the rest of the season and that you're uh, enjoying the show. Well, thanks for that, Eamon. Mick, it's back over to yourself here. Um, Thomas in Shrule, this is in County Mayo, he's asked, do you have a favourite James Bond actor? 
Uh, yeah, well, I have to say, you know, I like all of the actors. You know, Sean Connery is good and Roger Moore. I will show his relation, but he only done the one movie. Um, like, uh, and, 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 you know, Pierce Brosnan was quite good. And, and Daniel Craig. They're all good actors. But I do have to say, I do, do have a sort of spot for Timothy Dalton. I thought he had a real edge to him. Especially in Lights and the Kill. That was a good movie. That it's a pity he only got to do the two movies, but you know, I thought he's very good, very good. I thought, you know. Speaking of movies, Eamon, we have a question from Christina in Bratislava, and she asks if your spouse ever discovered the red wine stain. I think this is from the infamous movie night in between the three of you. <laughs> ah, Grace. Uh, yeah, and she did. She found out about it. Um, Look, my faux pas was buying the rug, especially when we, we had a carpet laid just over a year ago. So she kind of wondered why was I buying a rug. And in fairness, it didn't match any of the colours in the room. And, you know, I, I might as well have stuck a sign up and said, look, here, there's a stain on this spot. At the end, I had to, I had to hold my hands up. What did you say, Eamon? Did she give you grief, Eamon? Well, yeah, I got grief. And then I explained the situation. And then she said, Give Hector the bill for cleaning. Uh, sorry? She, oh, oh, I get a bill? Uh, yeah, look, Hector, let's be honest, the, the, the carpet was badly stained. And I think when you were trying to clean it up, you were rubbing popcorn into the carpet, and this made it even worse. And look, here's the bill. There, look, I, I'll give you this, this piece of paper. That's the bill, okay? You, you take that. Mother did Mother did Yes. We gotta get the money from this. Look, um, this is all kosher. These were uh, these were professionals. We had to call in. In fairness, you know they got that staying out, and you've got to pay the piper hector, or in this case, you've got to pay the cleaner. Who knows? You know your your friends here might help you out a little bit. I'm a sipping gin and serving up, Eamon. That wine's got nothing to do with me. Oh, there you go, hector, buddy. Maybe you should talk to the host. After, you know, he, after all, he, he did set up that recording session in the room. And, uh, you know, if he hadn't set that up, you may not have been spilling the wine there. Uh, hold on a moment, Eamon. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Number one, I didn't hand out any alcohol. And number two, I provided no popcorn. And number three, you could have put your foot down, Eamon. What? Yeah, you could have said, Hector, Bick, no alcohol, no drinking. We'll watch the movie. That's the end of it. Uh, but you were happy enough... So let Hector sit there sipping away in his red wine. You didn't stop him. And Yeah, you didn't stop him. And can I also add, wasn't it from your cabinet that the gin came from that Mick was drinking? So, Eamon, you can back it up there now. I might have set up the recording, but I have no responsibility for the actions. Okay, look, um, I think the decent thing here to do is, look, if we split the bill four ways. No chance. I'm sorry, no, Eamon. If I spilt it, I'll clean it up or I'll just pay for it. Anyway, I only supplied the movie. You lads decided to bring the refreshments. I, I, I know I had this kind of money. I maybe give you, you know, maybe 10 euro a week, but it'll be it off. Like, you know, look, this is just technical. I'm going to foot the bill again on this. I have to, this is just, oh, I, you know, I don't know what to say. You want the bill back? No, I don't want the bill back. Okay, look, listen, hold on. This is our final question from the, from the mailbag. And Mick, it's for you. Okay, well, okay, bring it on. Um, Zawadi from Nairobi asks Mick what has been the best moment of your playing career? Ah, a question to ask, man. 
What, what do you mean? You don't know a question to ask? I think it's a valid question, isn't it? You, lads, you don't think it's a nice question to ask? I'll have to say, it'll be an interesting question. I just, I, I, you know, I'm looking at the bill. I'm, I'm kind of, all right, so Hector, you tuned out. Mick, have you got an answer? Oh, well, you know, there's been so many. I mean, gosh, when I think back, it has to be Italian, don't you see? Hasn't it? It has to be. It has to be. Nothing else could top it. You know, I was captain at that time, and Italian night, it was like an adventure. And to think that we got down to last days. I mean, that, I mean for your listeners, that's the last eight teams in the world. That's that's how far we got into that tournament. Like all those other big teams were gone. Um, you know, it was like it was like a dream. And we, I mean, we got to play the hosts, Italy in Rome. I love the Italians. The Italians still love the Irish. Even the Pope loved us. And I still get shepherds. You know, when I think about leading the players down to the pitch, the world was watching us. We were on stage at that point. A little island was on stage. That's been the proudest, proudest moment for me. And, and yeah, look, there was heartache. We, we lost. But we, we had so much belief in ourselves. We weren't cowed by any teams. They need the big names now. They didn't, they didn't bother us there. And then... When, when you think back, you remember your Jack's army, well, the fans, you know, the flags, the songs, the chanting, the tears, the joys, the laughs. The fans had so much crack. It felt like one big party. And you, you know, if you look on YouTube, or some some of the channels have footage of it there. It's just a lot of tricks. So I mean, we fed off the, the energy of the fans and the friends. They, they fed off us when we were on the pitch. You know, there was not, you know, we never seen anything like it before. It was just... Oh, you had kind of stuff there, and okay, yeah, we, you know, when we left after Italian night, we got to America. You were saying '94, and you know, okay, real big buzz to it that you can't deny it. You had all the Irish Americans there, you had all the Irish fans there, but for me, that had to be Italian night. That's you know, not something when we Ireland, little country, days of Europe. We we announced ourselves to the world during that tournament. Fans did us proud. Jack did us proud. We did. We did everyone proud. Ireland was proud. We came out from under a shadow, and I, I was saying we were able to hold our head up high. And the reception back in Dublin. Oh look, we were really back. Fabulous. I mean, there's nothing ever to. You, 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 you know, it's hard to describe. So it is. You know, you could feel the energy in the air. Um, it was, you know, us footballers, people coming out to us. You know, we just footballers. They came out to Greece, you're chanting us with the bus. You can't buy that, you know. Yeah, I wish I could have bottled that. Yes, I uh, I think it, it, it is a momentous period in the history of not only football for Ireland, but Ireland itself, I think. I was so much younger, you know. I think back, you know, John Giles and I, and Bill was there too. You know, we were on the TV, the good times, the analysis. Uh, we were finding our way to Sunday Grays on TV and... You know, I reminisce about those times and, and I'm on a podcast. Thank you, Mick, for that. Lads, uh, t- thanks very much for answering the questions. And look, listeners, if you have any more questions that you want to put to the panels, please, by all means, send them in. The lads will will read them and we'll come up with an answer for them there. Thanks for taking part in the show. I think we'll, we'll wrap it up here now. I know, I know this show is probably a little bit off the beaten track. We're not talking about the managers in the league. We're not talking about football as such. However, we'll be back next week. We'll take a look at Gaming 28 and we'll see which way it went for our managers as such there. And as always, I'd like to thank you all for taking part. And I have to say, I wasn't too sure about this, but uh, you know, the, the Q&A session is very interesting. It's certainly very, very questions and... Uh, yeah, nine, nine. Thank you for 
you know, two of our listeners were sending in there. I'd agree with him, and I, I, you know, I think we should do another one in a couple of months' time. Maybe you know, I like that one, Tony. That's certainly nice, yeah, you know, I, and hopefully our listeners might send in some more questions to us. Actor? Uh, yeah, very good. He's still looking at this bill. I can't believe he gave me this bill. Like, you know, talk about trying to ruin my night. Look, yeah. Hector, we'll sort something out of that, don't worry about it. It's okay. Uh, thanks, gentlemen. And we'll see you all next week. And to our listeners, thank you once again for joining us. Remember, do tell your friends, your family. Don't forget to spread the word and subscribe to us. And if you out there want to get in touch with us, just drop us an email to ArkhamAvengersFFPL at gmail.com. We'll have a look at what your comment or your question is. We will read it out. And until next week, do take care, mind yourselves, and wherever you are in the world, have a good morning, a good afternoon, good evening, good night and slow.